0: I
1: remember being so devastated. I'm like, this is where I want to be. You know, this is, this could have been great. Like, you know, this is what she's doing, you know. But obviously, that didn't work out. (laughs) But I was like, okay, so she's doing this. Um, Why can't I? You know, I remember even my cousin telling her. And my cousin was like, well, be your own. Like, be your own pioneer. Pioneer then for your own people. And that's what I did. And I got to the Film and Publication Board. I worked on that legislation i made sure that you know they could see my passion they could see my work and i just felt like from there then i knew
0: you are listening to life as we know it the podcast the podcast created as a safe platform for sharing rooted and elevating the voices and lives of our listeners out there to live a whole life unbounded and i'm your host olorato so let's get started hey guys welcome back to life as we know at the podcast can you believe it we are at episode 12. i'm really so excited as though it was my 100th episode really i'm so excited we are almost three months old now and to be quite honest this is like the greatest achievement to me i want to also get you guys to also subscribe to this podcast in any platform that you have access to so in today's podcast, I have Lerato Ndwampe. Larato is a social media legal consultant. She shares about how she grew passion for social media and with a degree in law, she decided to further her interest in media law. Now she's a social media legal consultant advocating for women and children's rights and protecting their interest in society. I sat down with Larato to talk about her journey and how intentional she was in choosing this career path so we also spoke about how to build a brand using social media without putting your safety on the line this conversation was quite informative also about the platforms that you can reach out for when you find yourself on fire so let's start the conversation without going too far i hope that you enjoyed social media is a great platform where you can share your life you can celebrate your life and you can also market and brand yourself but as well social media is a platform where you can get good exposure, but unintended exposure as well, whereby your safety is jeopardized and you get yourself and your life at risk. So in today's podcast, I have When I read your profile, I was really excited to be having you. Actually, when I posted the, 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 the poll that who wants to be on my podcast, <laughs> and when you raised your hand, literally, I was so excited. <laughs> and i'm excited to have you here today because i know there's a lot that i wanted to ask you so just to start off the conversation, I want you to actually introduce yourself to my listeners. Yeah, okay. Um we sat down before the podcast started and yes. I got to know you better. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Which is amazing. Thank
1: you so much for having me. I'm so glad you invited me after I raised my hand. <laughs> 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 but um yeah, so I'm Leratunduambe. Um, you know, I'm a social media legal consultant. I, you know, yeah, like that's what I do. I'm from Balfo, Pumalanga. Mm-hmm. That's where I was born and raised. And um, I was raised by my grandmother. Mm. Yeah, so my mom had me when she was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and You're the first child. I'm the first child. Yeah. Okay. The oops baby. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the oops baby. So yeah, so my parents, they were 19 when they had me and they stayed with me for about two years. Mm. And then before going off to varsity, well, my mom. So I was raised, raised by my grandmother okay. and yeah. So I started studying B.Ed. education after I got a Rotary um, bursary. And um, after that, I just realized that oh, it's not for me first year. So then in second year, I decided, wow, let me try this B.C.O.M. Law thing out and see how mm. it goes. So yeah, so I went to the University of Victoria to pursue that and yeah i did that become law and i hated it at first until i got to like law of contract and mm. got to intellectual property and i was like ah oh, you know i was asking questions about um you know intellectual property i was asking questions about royalties you know artists because that's where i actually wanted to do like i wanted to be a performing artist but my mom was like do you want to be auditioning for your <laughs> life so I was like, ah, well, not. So they were like, oh, well, I'll just do a plan B thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when I got to, like, third year and I was doing all of that, then I was like, okay, this is, is, is interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then um, then, you know, I did LLB. And in my LLB year, I did my final year. So we had to write a dissertation in final year. Mm. And what had happened was I was, like, a social media addict. Like, I loved social wow. media. Like, yeah. crazy, crazy. Like, I would be sitting in class on social media. I was, like, literally on any every app. I remember I even had the Kim Kardashian game. Wow. It's five years this wow. year. But I had that. But I was, like, loved Twitter, you know, and... Um, so I remember in 2015 there was uh, an image that was leaked of this um, girl Pulani. I don't oh, know if yes, you remember, yes, I remember yes. her. So Pulani's news went viral. Yes, yeah, she went viral mm. and that's where like my love for social media and I just wanted to know to like actually like this girl like you know this could have happened to anybody. Because this could have happened to me Mm. You know and so um, I decided let me just find out You know I'm Mm. I'm a law student Let me just find out like what could She do you know like what Can she do to kind of like get back At this guy so Because sometimes at that place you never really know Yes yes I was like well I'm doing law I'm obsessed with this platform So let me just find out Mm. So I decided to do some research And I realized that oh my word Like South Africa has literally nothing, you know. Oh. It had nothing at the mm. time, you know, to protect somebody who would go through something like that. So I remember then, final year, I decided, let me actually write a whole dissertation on this. Oh. Yeah. So okay. I decided to write a dissertation on the criminalization of pornography. And I focused it on, you know, because South Africa didn't really have a lot. So I was like, what can South Africa do? What are other countries doing? Mm, you know okay. so i did a whole comparative um methodology and that's how i got got into the space mm. you know and i was like oh okay this is interesting and i, I learned a lot um you know about it and i was like wow well, actually south africa doesn't have you know yeah it was a nude because it's like non consensual distribution of explicit mm. photos but i was like there are other things as well what about mm. cyberbullying you know mm-hmm. are there any laws protecting that what are about they? children yeah okay there are laws but Obviously, we want stronger laws. Because mm. for me, it was like, you know, Pulane is, is not a, a, a rich girl. At a time, she wasn't. You know, so for me, it was, how do you get justice without having money? Yeah. You know, because yeah. she could have done a defamation thing. But for me, it's like, that's, that's not criminal. You know, you have to have money to sue. Mm. You have to convince a lawyer to be like, even, even if you don't have money, you have mm. to convince a lawyer to be like, Okay, I can take your case, and if we win, I'll get 25%. Okay. So for me, it was like, what is the government doing? What can the government do? Like, why do I have to have money? So that's something, that's how I got into no, this space.
0: It's, it's really amazing that you even decided to do a whole dissertation about it. And it also goes to show from the conversation that we had that yeah. you were literally intentional about yes, it. Yes. And so just to take you back before even going into the questions that I had for you. Yeah. Like, tell me how, um, by you being intentional as to what you wanted to pursue, when there were so many conventional routes that you could yes, have decided on yes. taking, on law, basically, mm-hmm. but you decided to take this route that it wasn't there, Yeah, there was a huge gap, and yes. literally, as you say, I was surprised that there was such a thing as yeah. a social media legal consultant yes. who could... You know, literally be actively protecting women and whoever gets exposed to such things. just wanted to ask you how intentional you are about it.
1: I was very, very intentional about it. So when I did my dissertation, there was a bill, um, you know. So after like that, I think the 2016, then there was like a bill from the Film and Publication Board. So it's called the Film and Publication Amendment Bill. And um, so they were trying to actually address that. So it was actually inspired by her. um, Mm. Because it was happening to a lot of people before. Mm. But because, you know, she had a great body and, you know, Mm. it it went viral very quickly. And it was... (laughs) It was pleasing for, for, for yes, men and, yes. you know, for people like, wow, you were trying to shame this girl, but actually she's got a banging body, you know? Mm. So it's inspired that, that legislation. So then, um, you know, so when I, I was doing my research, I found that out and I was like, oh, this is fascinating. So then I, I remember a friend of mine um, sending me, like, a, a link. Like, she didn't even know, but mm. she literally sent me, it's like, hey, they're hiring at this place, you know? I was like, oh... My word. I'm like, oh my word. Like mm. this is definitely the universe conspiring because I was like literally living for this legislation. I mm. knew it back like and forth. I knew every single piece of it. Like mm. every section, I knew it. And I was like, well, let me just apply. So then I applied because obviously after varsity, you're meant to do like if you're doing law, the next thing is it's to do articles. Exams. Yeah. And then, you yeah. know, the whole thing. But I was like, actually I want to go to a firm where i know they do this type of stuff and i couldn't find one so i was like okay what can you do because i was like i'm not going to do convincing things that i don't care about i'm like i'm already so passionate about this i'm already i've done so much research i've got so much knowledge clearly there's there's something so i was like well let me just apply to the film and publication board and fortunately enough, I got it. Wow. And I remember in the interview, I was like, man, I need to do this. You know, so then I did that. You know, there were pioneers, you know, in, in the industry. Um, there was a pioneer who I also reached out to before even the, the whole post came. And I reached out to her, you know, she's a white woman. And I remember just sending her an email like, hey, you know, I see the things that you're doing. I know you have a book on this um, wow. Revenge pornography, like I'd really love you to come and work. You were reading books on it. Wow. Yes, I was. Okay. Wow. I was like, I'd really like love to work with you. And she's like, No, man, come. Mm. And then I went, and you know, I think she could see my fire and whatever. But for some reason, like that didn't really work out. Mm. I remember being so devastated, and I'm like, This is where I want to be. You know, this is this could have been great. Like, you mm. know, this is what she's doing. You know, but obviously she uh that didn't work out but i was like okay so she's doing this um why can't i you know i remember even my cousin telling her and my cousin was like well be your own like be your own pioneer pioneer then for your own people and that's what i did and i got to the film and publication board i worked on that legislation i made sure that you know they could see my passion they could see my work and I gave them the dissertation, they are like, wow, you know, so I was like, okay, then you've got some things. I just felt like from there, then I knew, because I was also doing things on my own on the side, having conversations with people, you know, mm-hmm. teaching as much mm-hmm. as I can, you know, especially women and young girls, teaching them. That okay this is how If you want to take nudes This is how you do it (laughs) (laughs) Yes I was I was like if you want to take nudes Because people were like Wow what about our sexuality Like let's not limit Yeah so I was like okay If you're going to do it Make sure your face is not there. Okay. You know, if you know, you have a tattoo on your breast, make sure it's covered. You know, okay. make sure that they can't say it's you. Then mm. I was like, Well, okay, let's now get into the law. I was like, okay. So if now it has happened to you, it has leaked, this is what you can do. If somebody has hacked into your account, this is what you can do. Okay. So it just literally started from there and then, you know, it, it just pursued to other avenues as well. Cyberbullying, you know, social media addiction. Then it was like social media influence. And how long have you been in this industry already? I've been about three years. The past two years, I think, have been where I've been doing, like, you know, now, like having platforms, bigger platforms where I can express them and I can, you know, talk about it more. And, you know, working with corporates, working with individuals and, you know, the opportunities. I think the opportunities literally started coming, like, well, the big stages last year
0: sometimes just putting myself out there i get so scared because i don't think i'm at a place where i'm really ready to deal with it yet and sometimes you think that you know psychologically you can train yourself but you really never get to a point where even brene brown highlighted it that Mm -hmm. after the vulnerability um video that she had on ted talk it was overwhelming yeah the negative comments that she got from that video and you think who would get yeah. you know negative comments? But yeah. she was saying that even her, as mm. someone who studied vulnerability, that was one of the points where she
1: crumbled down. Yeah, and for me, you know, cyberbullying is something that I think I was doing to mm-hmm. other people Um, because it's so easy. It, I mean, it is it's on social it is. media. It's so easy for you to get caught up, in yeah. like with the hype. Like let's, yeah. you know, if we're gonna roast, let's roast. Like yeah. and and it started. I mean, Black Twitter for me, I think became huge when, you know, there was, like, a, my perfect wedding, like, it when it first is. started. And it was so easy for us to be, like, mocking other people and yeah. be like, oh, my word, like, yeah. why is she wearing that dress? Why? Mm. You know, it's like we were oh, it's so easy. It became so easy. And I think maybe that's why I became so passionate about it because I recognized it with myself that, girl, it's very easy for you to become mean. Yeah. Like, it's so easy for you to, to have something negative to say. And Mm -hmm. when I recognized that with myself, I was like, you got to check yourself. Imagine if you were on the other end. Exactly. You know, how would you be feeling? Exactly. So then I think that's why I just started, you know, checking myself and also helping other people to realize that it's not okay. You know, at the end of the day, it's a human being. You you don't know what they're doing on the other side, reading all of that hate you know because sometimes like it's it's really easy and that's why i started like checking myself yeah. started doing a lot of research about it
0: for me for me actually getting my daughter out there was a bit of harder thing yeah and i had to ask myself am i doing it for myself am i being selfish about yes. it or is it really just celebrating my child's life and i was at the battle really with yeah. it between that yeah and i've seen a lot of accounts of kids mushrooming you know yes, a lot of people of are building brands yeah, for their kids yeah, and all yeah. that how do you do it in such a way that it still protects your child's safety and yeah. yes it's, it's a nice thing to get those deals for your kids yes, and whatever course, you know yeah, but yeah. how do you try to do it in a
1: safe way like the intention of the parent so if you want your child to be a child star mm. then treat it as such mm. you know don't reveal then your child's full name you know, maybe okay. use a stage name, you know, because yeah. you want them to be a because essentially social media has literally become a marketing agency. It's become mm. an agency. It's become easy for people because, um, you know, back in the day, you would take your child to an agency. They would have the whole photo shoot for your kid, yeah. build a whole profile yeah. around that kid. But when you see adverts, you don't know that kid's name. You, exactly. know, you don't know where that kid that is lives. so true yeah. you're just seeing the picture of this cute little baby mm. but with social media like we share so much because now you share the name of the child, the birth date, the birth date, everything like we know literally everything about the child and that's something that I I discredit like don't don't do that. Don't share personal information about the child. Don't take pictures of the child where you know maybe the kid is vulnerable. don't share your child's vulnerabilities with people mm. because you don't know. You know, even recently, I was reading an article where DJ Zintle was saying people just feel like they know Cairo. They uh, can just go up to her and be like, hey, Cairo, let's take a picture. Yes. She doesn't know you. She doesn't know. And a kid does not understand. Yes.
0: It's, they really don't understand when they are known by people yes. beyond just family yes. and all that.
1: And I know your full name. I yeah. mean, I know it's just Cairo all the way to Forbes. I know yeah. your mom is, you know, it's like... If I have all those details and I can tell the the kid those details, Mm. then the kid will believe that, oh, man, Mm. this person knows me. So I feel like if you are creating a brand for your child, ensure that, you know, maybe it's a stage name or maybe just the first name. But also because you as a parent, make sure that you're not overly exposed. Because Mm. if I know your surname, then I can put one and two together. Or I know your husband's surname, I can put one and two together to say, okay, um... Obviously, it's one of these names, yeah, you know if you're taking pictures of your child outside school, I know exactly the school that they go to. you know it's if crazy. i yeah, it's crazy, so it's wow. like you need to make sure like that you you protect your child as much as you can, okay. yeah, they can be cute and you can take really cute pictures of them and post them and videos and whatever, but let's just make sure that there are boundaries. You know, mm. I don't need to know where the kid goes to school. I don't need to know their surname. I don't need to know their ID number or their birthday. So things like that. So treat it like a agency would. They would protect that information. Okay. And we just see the face. You know, okay. because even when brands want to, to buy into what you're selling, mm. you know, they can protect your child. Mm. So I think it's that also making sure that you don't take pictures that could put like potentially be embarrassing later on in life and you
0: find them in memes, and you find
1: them in memes or you know even child pornography um, websites or porn sites so just make sure that the child is protected in that in that instant that they're not exposed and their pictures are not being misused for anything else i always say this to parents that when once you've shared something on social media actually it's not yours anymore Make sure that even the picture... But the thing is, the beauty of marketing, if somebody is going to use something by your brand for a marketing something, they want to use the original photo. So they'll see it on social media as it will inspire them. Like, oh, okay, this girl is cute. We want to use this photo. So they will want a bigger pixel photo, the original. The, the social media is just an outlet to be like, hey, this is what my work looks like. You know. So even with children, make sure that like, you don't pose like a whole like you know make sure like the the image is big or the image can like be used literally so like things that are just like out of order make sure that the kid will approve later on in life Mm. because essentially you're creating a digital footprint Yes. for your children that and they like, haven't consented to so yes. make sure you represent that's them. Wow. The,
0: that's the, they haven't consented, they to, haven't anything, consented to anything
1: they haven't consented to anything you are in control oh my gosh so yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're not in control so it's something that I'm also working towards to be like mm. if you are going to post me i need to have some sort of like mm, even if you just get a yes nana like okay yes. like mommy is going to post this photo like yeah. do you like it like is it okay but if your child now, you know, is potty training, you don't want to be posting all of that. Yeah, you know, that some, so true. some moments you, you just need to keep to yourself. You don't need to. And some of the
0: there. interviews that I saw of you and mm. which was so like enlightening as well. You mentioned that don't even post, um, don't tag your family members. Yes, don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Because like, I realized with where we take our little girl to crutch, mm. uh, to school, they ask you on the booklet that they use daily or on the feedback or how yeah, the day was yeah. or who are the two main people who yes. fetch her yes you can say mom and dad but they want the names exactly actually. yeah so like I was wondering how oh, it's mom and dad like why do you need the name mm. but when it's you highlighted important. that yeah even tagging the sister yes, the aunt no, whatever they'll the come and say yes. I am the aunt mm-hmm. my name is so and so
1: and they come and collect the child, and exactly. actually, it wasn't the aunt or the cousin exactly. ever. But they found it on your social media. You tag Shoot. the aunt, you tag the whole family. You know? So yeah. that's the danger of it. Because literally, I could come to your kid and tell the kid exactly. Because literally, you, I have to just stalk. The thing is, there's also mm. cyber stalking. Yeah. I can literally find out anything I want yeah. from your social media pages. That is so true. And sometimes I might not find it on your page, but I might find it on your husband's page you know, or your sister's page, or your aunt's page. So I can literally find out information from other people, you know, who are associated with you. But from your page, I get that. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, this person comments a lot. Let me visit that person's page. And then you end up on another page, and then another page. But you are finding information about this person. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we're not posting. That's why even, I always encourage people to have private accounts. But also mm. I always encourage people to make sure that their settings are in place where you can accept whether somebody can tag you. Mm. You, know, you can allow the tag or you don't allow the tag. Okay, that's because good. Because if you don't allow the tag, then it won't show up on your thing. Yeah. You know, but I also tell people, like, please don't tag me on like unnecessary things. Or you know, like if you're an, at a party, then somebody just like wants to tag you. But you have the, the, basically the go-ahead of whether I'm going to allow this I want this to be seen or I don't want this to be seen. So I always encourage people also to to make sure those settings are in place.
0: This is enlightening.
1: (laughs) I want to go into the
0: part where you highlighted that you also advise people to use to have private accounts yes but for someone who's building a brand you'd want to have to open it up yeah, and not of make it private yes, yes yes that's important
1: because that's how brands will see yes. but you, on that page you make sure that you then you don't share too much about your life or yourself
0: so i was about to get there i saw well i've seen this trend that when you build a brand, you need to build a credible brand. Yes. And that goes to you need to share some glimpse of your life so mm-hmm. that people relate mm-hmm. to your story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You've said so much, yes, of what you don't have to share. Yes. For someone who is starting off, often you're pressured to
1: Just share. You know, mm-hmm. Even if you know you're going <laughs> yes. to buy ice cream, yeah. share. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there are instances where obviously you want to share, you know, mm. but I feel like some intimate moments you don't really need to share. But I have seen some other people saying, well, you know, um, this person is not really real. You know, you're just always posting about the same thing. But we don't really get a chance to get to know who you are. Yeah. Or, you know, your yes. family. But it's it's an important thing, which I think Beyonce has mastered as well. Is like, you give the people, as soon as your brand knows. So once you've established your brand your brand and the people, the followers that will they will respect what whatever you share. You're creating boundaries per se to say, okay, this is what I'm sharing, this is not what I'm I'm going to share. And it's just you just have to have that balance where you only share something that you want to share. You're not going to be pressured. Mm. You know, just because you're getting married you don't have to post your pictures yeah. of your wedding, Yeah. you know, and also it's establishing those rules at your wedding. Please, guys, respect my privacy. Don't be posting pictures. This part of my life is not out there. So please yeah. don't. So if you can even say this, like children, like that part of my life is not going to be be shown. Mm-hmm. Or if you maybe have a significant other and you don't want to share that, you don't share that. Mm-hmm. But everything else about you, you putting it out there. Because as soon as you put other people as well, people will be like, um, but we're entitled to know. you know. So you'll get people who will be sharing their relationship. Next thing, yes and then you and then people have this thing no we want to know what happened yes because you invited them Yes, your life so tell us like what happened you see so i think people then find themselves because it's cute you know i mean you want to share all of that that love and whatever but then when it hurts you know you don't want to share that part of you Mm -hmm. or you know you don't want to have to explain to people yeah you know that oh this is what i'm going through so but also it depends on whatever brand maybe if that's what you want to share then you can share that but mm-hmm. it's just like people always have that expectation but you need to create the boundaries that i'm not going to sh- to share certain things and you don't need to announce it okay. you know i think people will respect your brand and people who want to follow you and people who are authentic and they are you know your ride and dies and mm-hmm. they they love you and they celebrate you they'll still follow you mm-hmm. you don't need to um, you know go to the extremes yeah. so this is I and I say this to a lot of girls that I speak to so I speak to a lot of girls and they'll tell you that no but I want a thousand followers Please. you know by the end of you know this month or whatever then you start compromising yourself now you want to take pictures of yourself in a bikini now you want to like push the limits you know now you want to take a topless photo. Now you wanna like you want to do the extremes. Now you want to take your phone to the bathroom while you're showering. You know because it's like well you know Kylie Jenner is doing it or Kim Kardashian has gotten this far because she's doing this. You know that whole notion of breaking the internet and you know it's always using a woman's sexuality and young people see that young people want to emulate that. You know like oh okay so it means that I need to strip. I need to be naked. I need to have bigger boobs. I need to. Have a bigger ass, yeah. and then I'll get the likes i'll get the followers, mm. so it's then you're not creating a brand that's authentic, mm. you are creating what you think works, yeah, you know yeah. you know because then you have people who are also like you know because like with girls or I'll have parents saying that you know my child is like following this person, you know she's fourteen now she wants to use makeup because yeah, you know, so it's yeah. like all those social pressures, but you know you don't know who you are and that's the danger of social media, and, and that's why I'm so passionate about children in particular, because they are being raised in this age. They their phones are raising them, so whatever they see, they want to emulate. You know, whatever they see, they want to be, but they don't realize that it's a fantasy. It's not real. Yeah. You know, it's very rare on Instagram to to find you know something that's like authentic, where yeah. somebody is not you know trying to be like fake or. You know, it's like it's very rare where you find authenticity. You have to like mm-hmm. really look hard for it. And those people usually don't have a lot of followers. Mm-hmm. But what I can tell you is that followers that they have are true to themselves. Yeah, that's true. You know, and th- th- for me it's like if you can make an impact on that one follower, you've yeah. done enough. You don't that's, need a million.
0: That is so true. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the most fulfilling part. It's yes. not really the followers and the numbers, yeah. it's its that one life that you get to engage with and that yeah. you know that you've touched, you exactly. know. Exactly. That's the most fulfilling part. Yeah. For me, at least, that's what yeah. I see. So I, I want to ask for, for example, you did speak, touch on um, Bulani. Yes. Who maybe then was from someone who didn't have the finances to actually mm. have a proper legal advisor yeah. to help her out when yeah, she was so yeah. exposed. Are there platforms or other services or structures or boards, whatever that support such people?
1: There are. I mean, the the legislation that I was talking about earlier, the film and publication, mm. the film and publication amendment bill. Mm. So there is going to be like a committee which specifically deals with that, because in the research that I've done, it's that. Um, as a victim it's like vic- like victims of rape you don't want mm. to retell your story to a court like mm. a full you don't want a full blown you know drama of now having to testify in court first you go to the police and the, so that structure is different it's called an enforcement committee okay. so it, what the enforcement committee is going to do is that you'll be a complainant and it's a much more intimate um, environment where mm. you'll have like five people in the panel um, against whoever the perpetrator was. And what will happen is that you will share whatever details, the evidence, and everything. And then from that, they'll there are special people that will be there, psychologists and whatnot, social um, social workers. And it's basically a much smaller um, you know platform. But you get to share your story and you get to sort of get justice at the mm. end. But without the drama of the police going to the police station where okay. they're going to say no, no post this. Like, why did you post yeah, it in the first place? Because they always say yes. that they blame you. Yes. Like, yeah. you know, so there isn't any of that. So basically all that information and that evidence is then heard in front of the court. Um, like in the tribunal, the tribunal, and then after that, after the tribunal, then they will re- recommend it to the National Prosecuting Authority. Mm. So then it would go straight to them instead of going to the to the police and then having to get all that evidence. Mm. So then the, the enforcement committee will have all of that and then rec- they will recommend it to um, National Prosecuting Authority. Okay. But then the person doesn't have to like testify again okay. and go through all of that stuff. Um, because it 's it's hard and it, it messes with your life, you it know does. yeah, but also there's like protection orders that you you can get um, yeah. if you have the person 's information. And I think the hardest thing for me um, you know, with helping some of the victims is that sometimes we don't know who posted it yeah. you know, sometimes it's not a lover, sometimes yeah. somebody just has hacked into your account
0: mm. you don't know
1: so it's like you don't know that person's information, so if i don't have you know, their name or their ID, their cell phone number, if I can't get a hold of them, like there's nothing I can do. And it's sometimes the most tragic part, I think, about my work, that it's like, you know, you have all this evidence, you've screen grabbed and whatever, but you don't know the the person. Yeah, you don't know the name. Like, you don't know the name of the person. You don't know, you know, whether their ID or Mm -hmm. birthday, there's nothing that can link you to them. Because with getting a protection order, it's like you need a name, a surname, an address, an ID. So you need something. That mm. you know, you can link to these people, so even that's why with RICA it's so important that you register your SIM card. But then you have people who just like buy SIM cards and then they just give them to people yeah. on the road, so there's no way of tracing you. So mm. it's like, so those are the things, and I think that's where the law needs to go where it's consistent and mm. we know that you know, I can find you from just your IP address because some people will lie. So, so when,
0: when it's you can't a, track the IP address. Okay. So when it's a group of them, like Black Twitter, mm-hmm. and people roasting you on Black no. Twitter,
1: can you do anything you about it? You can do it if you have the name with that group of people. If the thing is yeah. right, there's something that we call chain of publication. So even if you retweet, retweeted something, so let's say maybe it was an uh, you know an, a nude photo that somebody has leaked. Um, obviously, you'll be the first po- point of, of reference. I'll start with you, the person who posted it. Mm-hmm. But then everyone else who retweets it without dissociating themselves or saying this is wrong, everyone who retweets, who um, likes, who comments, Are you any negative. Yeah. So that's what we basically do. So I'll have to go. Oh my gosh. So usually I always tell like my the victims to take screen grabs. Everybody, everyone who's commenting, every, take screen grabs of everything because. That's when I can make a, 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 a strong case, because now I have all these names. And maybe sometimes the other people, they're fake. They, you know, there's not much information I can find. But that one person who I'm going to find any information on, I'm nailing that one. OK. So Aha. yeah, so I'm nailing that one. So it's just that's the thing about it. Like We need stricter rules where you can't create a lot of fake pages. You know using email addresses mm. but also there's something fascinating that now with your phone they can like your phone if you have logged in with your phone then that's like the only phone that we know we can track it is it the IP address the that you're talking about the IP address is like when you log in but I'm talking about now I don't know if you know with with Netflix but when you okay. have Netflix like you can't in other devices sort of like download Oh, yes. there's like yeah so like if you want to like now download on other devices but you've only registered for, for the one, for one yeah so then you can't do yeah. that but also like you can't even like take a screen grab of anything on um, netflix on netflix like if you have wow. netflix and it's playing you can't like screen grab wow. so there's like certain things that i i want south africa to introduce so that we can make sure that we protect so you it's know, people. possible. It's possible. It's happening in That's other insane. countries. It's right. really happening in other countries where legislation is protecting victims. There's ways of finding them. But here we are just slow, like we are lagging. And this
0: is where it's right. Behind. Yes. right. People, yes. Are, thriving people are thriving behind their camp. Phones. Yes. People are
1: thriving, being racist. People yes. are so it's like the like the there are there's actually some legislation that protects that, but because you know there hasn't been like people in parliament that are like fighting for that digital space law, you mm. know, to 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 thrive. Then and for, there's nothing because mm. it's like what needs to happen is that the 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 places that do exist, the platforms that do exist that can protect, they need to now start taking it seriously and applying the law. But what you 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 like what I've I've seen in in other organisations is that. They don't even know how it works, because mm-hmm. if, if nobody has laid a, uh, a consent, or if there's no precedent, then well, we can't really do anything about it. And I think that's an attitude that we, we just need to drop yeah. as, as soon as possible, because yeah. sometimes there are legislations in place, but it's just like we're lagging behind because we're just slow or you know something hasn't happened. And it's something that we need to start creating laws you know where yeah. people are not like you know they da- like we don't need a pulani before mm. we can start having you know a law mm. you know we need to or be even proactive a worst case. Our, yeah so we, we don't need cases we need to think ahead of the cases yeah you know develop legislation before things happen because truly this is a space
0: where it's it's growing i think yeah. it just came to south africa it's, growing a lot of people are putting themselves out there yeah a lot of people are becoming influencers yeah people are becoming
1: youtubers yeah we have now you have your life out there we have the tax man now looking at your social media your lifestyle doing life style audits on social media and be like, oh, okay, girl, we see you and your cars, but your taxes are not reflecting this. Are you serious? Yes, we have insurance law where they're like, oh, you on holiday, you posted about it, you left your house, who was at your house? Interesting. So there are so many consequences that people don't think about. You know, Nomuzi going live on while she was driving, but the whole night she was having drinks and she was getting drunk.
0: That that video like sparked uh
1: Exactly Well when you know, I heard it, that it, it was, was going a campaign. Ad but campaign. also it's like for insurance and it was it was a VW campaign. But I think insurance was also like, Okay, light bulb moment. Mm. We've seen what you were up to. Now you're driving home and you, you you're going live. Mm. So like there's so many there's so many aspects that it goes into, you yeah. know, even criminal um, you know, areas where Criminals, you know, they use your social media to see. Which, oh, okay, she's going on holiday. She's she's just boarded because you're sharing everything. Girl, you are literally sharing everything. So I know it's oh no, man. I've no seen there. she's, there's no one there, so I can go in. You know, so there's so many aspects. Yeah, I know. I'm
0: learning something
1: myself besides being paranoid already. I get Yeah. <laughs> so I think, and and the thing for me is like let's not take away from you posting like post but mm-hmm. make sure that you're mindful so if you're going to be traveling post when you get back okay. you know like you don't need to post while you're there because then I know who to know man you know so just make sure yeah. so like you know like you know I can't confirm where you're at yeah. you can post those beautiful images yeah. from wherever you were but you don't need to do it at that moment because you don't know what's left behind at home you know especially if like you're and it's funny
0: it's funny enough like growing up in a black community you know that when when, Mm. when you used to leave Mm. at the house you tell neighbor Exactly born I'm gonna leave the lights on Mm. so that people
1: can confirm me as you say no it's true because like literally criminals criminals are the ones who are you know designing these apps that lure girls into you know taking nudes criminals are the ones who are You know, making apps where they're encouraging kids to commit suicide. So it's literally like criminals are behind the things because they know (laughs) that as long as it's a free app, I know they're going to download it. Mm. So criminals are shaping. Whatever that we're consuming. So you need we need to be mindful of whatever we we even let our kids play with. You okay. know. We need to be mindful that our homes are protected, our cars are protected. Because even with enemies, you know, if somebody doesn't like you and I know the car that you drive and I have the registration because you've posted it on social media, you didn't blur out your you know your your number plates. Mm. Then I can scratch it. So there's so many things and that I people saw a don't think about meme. it.
0: I saw a stupid meme with that regard. Mm. Someone saying that I don't get people blur out their number plates because when you're driving your car, you don't have it blurred out. And I was like,
1: girl, what are you saying? What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> saying? Like, no, it's true because you know I, I and I and the thing is, you think it's stupid, but it's not. It's not stupid because in the long run. I can see a lot of cars that look just like yours. But because the number plate is different, I'm I'm not going to be scratching every one of them and hoping that, oh, no, it belongs to you. No. So that's why you blur it out, so that you make sure that they don't actually know which one it is? It's just like yeah. with your home. Don't take pictures where you know it's visible. You know, uh, maybe it's outside uh, the gate. You can't be taking, you because know, then I see because oh, okay, this is the place. Mm. You know, so make sure that even the surroundings. You know, but Okay. So yeah, it's just like thinking ahead of yeah. people because it's crazy out there. Yeah, yeah. I think it also helps and shapes the type
0: of content that you produce out there that you literally become intentional with what you you aim to achieve out of it and you're thinking not thinking about what people want to see Mm -hmm. jeopardizing your Mm -hmm. own life at and safety at the yeah, same time. Yeah. So with all that said, I mean, for me, I'm already paranoid. I'm wondering, like, with what you know already, yeah. how are you able to build a brand for yourself using social media? Because it's a great platform it, for it that is. as well. Yeah. It yeah. is, and
1: it's something that I I struggle with a lot. I won't. I, won't I see your lie. account is private. On <laughs> Instagram. I struggle so much yeah. because it's like I want to. Because the thing is, right and. It's it's crazy because I always get people like, no, man, you should be even utilizing what kind of social media legal consultant has a private account. You know, but for me, it's like, I want to, when, like, when you teach something, you have to live it as well. Okay. You know, so yeah. um, with my private account, I mean, I've started a a, a public account, you know, but i'm sort of struggling because it's like i teach people not to overexpose themselves so for me it's i'm still trying to find that line of how am i sharing you know my content in a way that i'm not overly exposing myself but also i'm not like oversharing because i can't talk about everything because some of the things that i talk about um people have to pay for Mm. you know so i can't overshare like legal advice because it's my bread and butter so it's like i'm also trying to find that balance that like what am i sharing what's enough you know um do i do a Q&A? um you know so sometimes i struggle with like what do people want to know you know i think there's a lot girl. there's so much well, like there's yeah. so much that i know that i can share um you know but it's like how do i go about it you know and also i don't really have a lot of time you know i'm, I'm always busy so it's like thank you for this time (laughs) so i i I struggle i really struggle and it's something that i'm also trying to figure out because like i did say i was a social media addict and i've had to unlearn a lot of things you know like having to check your phones wanting to see how many likes you have. You know, deleting a post because you only got one like, you know, so there are like so many things. I and it's like, I don't that. want to get so. Yes, I want to, to build a, a brand, a big brand, but I don't want to like lose myself mm. again, you know, mm. because now you paranoid. Well, oh, I only have like oh, 20 followers. Like, mm. how am I? How can I get more? How can I? So I, I I'm struggling with that. I, I, I'll have to be. I'm struggling with that, but I am working on it and I have people you know, who are trying to also assist me because my friends will be like, oh, girl, like, because obey I, I, is dry, like, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, oh, you know, it's like, because I've overshared, you know, um, you know, so much and also because of, 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 of the dangers mm. that I, I see and, you know, some of the, my clients, what are they, they've been exposed to and some of the consequences, mm. it makes it, I, I am paranoid myself. So that's I why can't imagine. I am already. Yeah, I'm like, like going to I'm eat those paranoid. pictures. <laughs> you know, so I'm parrot myself, and it's something that I'm 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 working towards. But okay. I mean, you know, it, it's there are people who do it. I mean, now there's literally people for everything. There are people that can literally build. They know how to to make a page look beautiful. Yeah. and You know, create that brand. I have the information. You know, so it's like there's so many people that can do so much. For me, I don't need to necessarily do it. So just okay. because I'm a social media legal consultant doesn't mean that like I'm going to like now big on social media and like yes. so I also like it's it's something that I need to also you know create for myself because I use it mostly for work. Okay, you know, so also it's a little difficult sometimes to try and bring work to social media mm. where um yeah so it's it's a little tricky but i'm working
0: on it but i i really do think that it's something that like you say you don't have to do it yourself yeah. someone can do it, on your can behalf. Do it. yeah because i really think that this is the type of information that a lot of people don't yeah. know about i was yeah. shocked that there is someone who can assist me when yeah. there's such a thing yeah. happening yeah because i'm frightened <laughs> oh it's again sometimes i feel like I do want to do more but because of the possibility of the things that could happen beyond my own control i i I sometimes cripple down and say don't do that you know don't talk about that don't even have a live video just helping people out or whatever But
1: i mean you can the thing is i mean I, i remember even speaking to dr cindy and she was just like also feeling like very overwhelmed by the information that i was sharing and she was like how can i um, you know, teach my children about these things, you know, because I'm always con- I'm also constantly on 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 social media. but I'm like, mm. if you're doing positive work, keep doing that. You know for me the people that i'm sort of like i want people to be protected i want people to be safe i want people to be mindful when they they post certain things i always say you know think before you post yeah you know so you you just need to apply your mind and just think about the possibilities but you know you can always delete it later but i mean it's it already exists in the digital space so i even always laugh at people who say i'm gonna delete this later i'm like oh it's too late honey like it's already in the server at google
0: you know what this perfect world that mm. media and social media actually portrays? Mm. You end up being so not so content with your life. Yeah. Because you look at the likes that people yeah. had in your picture yeah. and you think of pulling it back. I spoke yeah. about this. <laughs> and it's so insane, especially when you are. Uh, building content and etc. cetera, mm. when no one is engaging with it, you want yeah. to pull it down. Yeah. How have you been able to cultivate a space
1: of being grateful or being content with your life? Um, you are always in control. It's your page. You are responsible for what you see, what you want to put out there. So if something doesn't feel good, if I don't like seeing Lerato every day with her beautiful family because Please. it makes me feel horrible, Please. I'm going to unfollow Lerato. Please. I have that option. I, I can block Lovata because if that makes me feel horrible mm. about myself, if I'm seeing all these perfect looking people and mm. I'm feeling that why am I not looking perfect? Mm. Guess what? I'm going to unfollow. Because if it's not going to make me feel good mm. then you don't need to be following that. It's just, you know, mute it. I remember when I <laughs> there was a friend of mine, um, because I mean this experience also happened to me where everyone was graduating and i just felt like oh my god like what is happening with my life yeah. like i'm not doing well in my life everybody is just being celebrated and whatever mm. and i don't feel good about myself and that's how you actually you know create depression and you you know it's self-induced depression because you are seeing all of those things but you have an option to just mute it and just unfollow Mm. because yeah maybe you're not there at the time you know and it doesn't take away from the other people yes but you have to protect your own space so always do a social media audit and follow what no longer inspires you and follow what no longer feels good and follow whatever is harming you because it's your life at the end of the day and you don't want to be ungrateful and you know, there's there's a, a TED um, talk which I once watched, and unfortunately I can't remember the name. But basically, this lady was saying that sometimes we don't appreciate other people, and you know, we don't appreciate the hard work that goes behind the scenes. Because I don't know how long it took you to save for that holiday. Yes. You know, and like I don't know what went into you getting your first car, and my, me now seeing that, maybe I'm also you know away way. Um, you know, I, I could also, I'm um, close, but I don't know what it took. You know, we, have, we live in this instant gratification where you think, Ah oh, man, you know, she just started working two, two years ago. But you don't know because we only post what's positive. We don't yeah. post the failures. Yeah. So people, you know, they are so immune to the reality and the hard work, the behind the scenes, because the behind the scenes says a lot. I might just be posting this car, but you don't know what I went through. get it yeah you know you don't even know whether it's sponsored or whatever maybe it's an ad Mm. and it's it's also something that people need to realize and it's something that um you know even in legislation it's it's catching up to people that um brands are now running away from you know traditional media but now they're using social media influences to you know to sell their products Mm. but now because i'm so you know obsessed with with you and Um, your channel or whatever, whatever you put up there, I want to buy, I want to, but I don't know that you're getting it for free if you're not putting sponsored, you know, so, you know, I don't know whether it's an ad or not, you know, you're getting those things, but I don't know how you're getting it. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's always, it's also that important, like it's important because it's a social responsibility as well. People need to know that, no, I'm actually, this is a business as well you know it's a business or i worked hard for this holiday but obviously you don't want to post that you just want to post a picture of yourself in a bikini so a social media audit is very necessary whatever doesn't inspire you anymore whatever makes you sad you don't you don't need to be following that Mm. because now you want to start emulating that or you want to start going through the through the extremes you know to try and, and match up to that um, you know, my cousin um, has this app even where, I mean, a lot of people, like if you watch social um, reality shows, i like, I'm obsessed with social. But you actually find out a lot that behind the scenes, you know, trying to capture that perfect selfie and then trying to edit it. People don't know that yeah. people edit their photos. They blur things out. They enhance their features. There are apps that allow you to there are apps that, edit do that stuff like that. Blur them but try out. Exp- but peop- some people don't recognize that mm. that this is not real man you know because sometimes you would post a picture but you actually feel crappy yeah. but you're smiling and you're at a you know a cute quote or something inspired. Yes, but right? you are feeling so <laughs> sad you are feeling so so sad yeah, you know yeah. and I, I go back sometimes and I reflect on my social and I'm like this was such a crappy day but I'm gonna lie to the people and Tell them, I'm having fun. And also, it's something that I've also realized and it's something that I hate that, you know, sometimes when you go out with your friends, you know, you're not present. Yeah. You're checking your phone. Let's let's take a picture. Like, you know, let, let's post to the grams. Like, you know, mm. it's like you're not enjoying the experience. And I think if it takes away from that where let's get a picture instead of having a conversation or instead of, like, let's live in the moment. Because I remember, I like, just recently, I attended um, a premiere of uh, Public Figure. You know, that film was, like, so... It was good, you know, because it, it exposed so much. Where um, I remember uh, one of the stars in the movie was saying that, like, she, she needs to... Like, people need to know that she's having a good... Film. A time mm. but I'm like how are you having a good time when you're constantly on your phone you're not having a good time because you've posted now you want to see how many people have liked it yeah. while you are there so if you if you start feeling that way that when you have to post um, you know certain things while you're doing certain activities then you have a problem maybe yeah. it's time for you to just take a step back a yeah. little bit you know just detox a ease, little bit because ease. if it starts interfering with your daily life or it starts interfering with your fun and if fun is your phone then are you really having fun
0: you know so yeah I was talking to my husband about that actually I think today or yesterday I was telling him oh, i'm really tired like i don't mm. feel like posting today and the thing about me is that every time i post whatever i write it's yeah. truly how i feel at, at that, that time moment. yeah that's why it's hard for me to schedule posts and yeah like yeah it will be something that does not relate exactly. with me at that moment yeah. so i always post how i feel at Good. that time yeah. or what i think about so i was saying that i feel so bad that i haven't been posting the past days but i'm not in the space where i could post and say mm. something because it will not be true yeah i feel like social media it's a game yes where you wake up and chase the followers yeah chase the likes yes. and now you know that people don't like words they like pictures yeah and therefore you try to play a game of pictures and mm. words mm. but truly what you want to post is just words and yeah you know
1: yeah and i was like yeah.
0: today i don't feel like it but it's Truly slowly feeling like it's a game. Yeah.
1: But also it can be exhausting. And it's something that I also realize that it's so exhausting. It's information overload. It is. You know, you procrastinate so much and then you start feeling that my life is not good enough. Like why am I not like accomplishing certain things? Like then you start doubting yourself that I should be doing more. You know, like people are out here doing the things and I'm just like sitting Mm. here. But it's like And that's the thing, it's the pressure of it. Like, it's just the pressure of of instant things and, you know, people just posting, glamorizing it. But people are going through a lot, you know. People, I mean, the suicide rate has gone up so much. Depression has gone up so much because of social media and because of what people are doing and what people think. You know, people, how other people are living. Yeah. But they don't know the honest truth. They don't know what goes behind the scenes. So I think it's important that people need to recognize that it's not all real.
0: So I, I really like that you actually highlighted the fact that you need to allow yourself to even unfollow people. And it does not mm. mean that it comes from a jealous no. space or not celebrating them mm-hmm. or supporting what yeah, they do. Yeah. But it's a matter of cultivating a space that is okay for you. Yes. To have that moment of being grateful of what you have, little or big as it is. You don't have to compare yourself with Mm. anyone else. Mm. And sometimes I think people get it lost in that fact, if I'm not following you, I'm not supporting. Exactly. You know, I really appreciate people who are really real about that, yes. or I can't follow you because yeah. I'm not in the right place. Yeah. To actually, yeah, you know, be looking at what you do. Yeah. You know? Maybe
1: I'm trying to have a baby, or I'm trying. You know, like yes. there's just certain things like yes. that. You just like, and I don't need to be. I'm happy for you, but you know, it it saddens me because my situation yes. is not where I want it to be, and it's also, it's just creating those boundaries. And if you don't want to take it personally, then just mute them so that yes. you don't need to see their things. Yes. You know, um, but like you have to like you have to create those boundaries and it's something that I've also done to like well I don't need to be seeing all of these people and seeing you know how you know things that I don't feel good about I can just simply just I don't need to see that let me see things that make me feel good because if you're spending so much time on on social media you want to make sure that it, it contributes positively to you and it, it contributes positively to where you're trying to go yes you know and some people will say well because i'm, I'm trying to inspire people that's why i post all of these things mm. you know but maybe i'm not inspired by it but doesn't mean now i must you know go on your co- because also that's how the cycle of bullying starts you know because i'm like oh you think you have such a perfect family yeah. whatever no, but if i didn't need to see that i don't need to say anything mm. negative about it you know, so it's just like creating those those boundaries for yourself. Yeah. yeah.
0: So with the conversation that we had earlier, and you yeah. spoke about how intentional you have been, yeah. and how the world conspired, how the universe conspired, and what yeah. I've seen and believed to be true is that when you follow what you love and what yes. you're passionate about, doors truly open. Yeah. What are some of the moments that have been quite your biggest highlights uh, in your career and what fulfills you about your career?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, what fulfills me? I think making an impact. I think making an impact in somebody's life where somebody can, you know, change, you know, something that they didn't know that could be harmful to their life, Mm. you know. I think having that impact, knowing that I've changed somebody's life, you know, knowing that, you know, I've made a difference. I think that is a huge, um, you know, it's, it's a huge drive for me you know Mm. it just gives me that thing okay at least one person that one person will tell another person and then you know it will just you know expand as it and as it goes but i think you know the universe conspiring i think what i can tell you about my career is that i never settled um and i'm still not settling um you know even with the the firm where i'm at now um I'm there as me. Mm. So they hired me knowing what I do. And they're still giving me the liberty to do that. Oh, that's nice. You know, yeah. and it's something that, because I'm like, no, man, like, you don't have time. Like, you know, why are you, you know, being picky? Like, you could literally have been an, an attorney, like, you know, long ago, but why are you being picky? I'm like, I'm not going to do something that, doesn't fulfill me i'm not going to be sitting and and dealing with divorces or dealing with commercial law or dealing with um you know road accident fund um when i have no interest you know i like literally because the whole time i'd literally be thinking about social media law and thinking about what's next what's coming you know certain legislation like i have like my i like my mind literally goes crazy with whatever is happening i'm like oh my word this person has done this you know how can social media law or how can law change this you know what legislation speaks to this so for me it was like never settling so i never never settled and i was very fortunate enough that every place that i've wanted to work you know i've had the opportunity i've gotten the job like i've had the opportunity to work there and i've always introduced something that I believe in something that I feel mm-hmm. has an impact. And I've been very fortunate enough to have people support that because they can see the drive. They can see the passion. They can see that, okay, she loves what she's doing and she's going to do it well. And it doesn't feel like a job. Oh yeah. You know, it doesn't feel like a job. And that's why I'm like, yeah, it took me, it took me a long time. You know, people my age are like traveling and they, doing everything. They starting Mm -hmm. families and whatever, but I literally just thought I'm starting my career. My career is literally like now doing, you know, because I had to wait and I had to wait a long time. I won't lie. I Mm. had to wait and I had to There were instances where I would cry and I'm like, is this even worth it? You know, but I'm like, but it is like it is. So I think having that resilience and, and believing in myself and believing in my dream and believing that I can do this and someone will listen to me this will matter one day you know because that's something about you know being a pioneer where it doesn't matter what's happening around you you know things will fade but what's coming next yeah you know and for me it's like the digital age is just it's a huge thing it's happening and but there's so many things that go into it as well. And it's something that I was like, I'll be patient, you know, mm. they will be. And I was like, I've gotten to a point where it's like, I'm doing something to create those opportunities because there may maybe so many people in law that, you know, they don't know. Um, you know, that there's so many avenues you can do so much with your L L B, you know, mm. instead of just going to corporate and doing mergers and doing RAF and doing you know maybe those things are fulfilling to other people and great good for them but if it's not for you then just don't settle yeah something will come up and I've just literally been blessed because everything and all the opportunities I've created for myself some of them i have you know were created by other people mm-hmm. but because they could see the fire and they could see that this girl has something in her you know I was afforded those opportunities and I mean I think one of my highlights was like speaking at the Oprah Winfrey Leadership like, Academy. When it, I was like, like what? Wow. I mean, that for me was like literally came out of nowhere. And I remember because it was, um, so my CEO at the time, the COO, she had done an interview on um, NCN, in I think. Um, and then, so like the, the lady on there saw her. Uh, the principal, uh, the executive director saw her and she's like man I want you to come to my school and the COO was literally like I'll come but I'm not going to be the one speaking I know a perfect Mm -hmm. girl who can just inspire those young minds and teach those young and for me that was like You know, somebody is always looking. You know, someone is always looking and someone is always rooting for you. Mm. And, you know, when I got the email, I was like, what? Like, that was, like, insane. I think that that has been, like, a biggest highlight. And, you know, to even get a standing ovation, I was like, wow, you know. And, um, you know, I had the principal coming to hug me. I had, like, so many people. And, you know, to know that, you know, the issues that I was speaking to because I didn't really get a brief. I was just told, come speak on cyber safety and, you know, to to find out that, you know, some of the things that I spoke about, there were things that they were experiencing mm. at the school, you know, the mm. issues that I was speaking to. And, you know, it was like, it was so great, you know. And, I mean, I've had so many, so many highlights, you know, in my career. And, you know, it's like meeting people, you know, don't discredit other people. Like, what's yes because those people literally can open doors for you and don't be shy to be yourself because i've always been told cool Mm -hmm. you know or "Ah, like be tired of and like even small talk like you don't know who who you're talking to Mm -hmm. you know and you don't know what's going to come out of it and i've been fortunate where you know someone will say they've heard from me or they heard me here or you know somebody spoke very highly of me, so hey, come over and and give a talk, or come and facilitate a workshop, or you know come and present, you know, like. So it's like those opportunities. I've I've prayed for some of them. I'm I'm surprised. Some of the things I've prayed for, but some of the things are like literally so surprising. It's like wow, like there are so many people that could be doing this, um, you know, you. but you know, I'm here and I'm doing this opportunity and I remember when I was at the Oprah Winfrey Leadership Academy this one girl, this one lady came up to me and she's like, oh my word you sound like this um, other lady who, you know, like speaks on the same thing, like you just sound just like her and in my head this is the same lady you know, who didn't really give me the opportunity to do this. Yeah! Like literally this lady was like no, I think, you know uh, a black, you know, like a, a black lady would, you know, must, uh, one of my black colleagues will inspire you better and, you know, I think you need to go and do your articles, like, this is not... Do- so, like, for her to be like, oh, my word, like, you were so good, like, you sound like this lady that I know. I was like, you know what? I'm doing something right. Yeah, I was like, I'm doing something right and I'm targeting a different niche and, you know, there are people that will listen to me and they don't need me... You know to be a certain color you know or ethnicity and they can just appreciate me for me and yeah like it's yeah Uh. so everything just always comes full circle and i'm very grateful for the opportunities that i've had opportunities that will still come and i i always just believe that you know god in my life did not you know it was always delayed but never denied Mm. And that's just something that I, I always say that sometimes, you know, I, I love this saying by Oprah that, um, you know, it's not luck. Luck is opportunity meeting preparation. Yeah. I've been preparing for a very long time Please. and the, the time has come
0: so uh, yeah <laughs> so I really admire your story Thank I you really so admire much. your grits your story and generally as you as a person literally so what much. you stand for what you decided to follow oh. when so many people don't even think about that yeah. and you're not only helping out of Likes so whatever money, yeah. You are chasing helping people yeah. generally, you yeah. know, yeah. and it's amazing to see that because otherwise your account would have be had like ten thousand <laughs> followers, but yeah. you're literally like yeah. someone who's embracing this journey and. Yeah celebrating it and it's amazing to see that it
1: inspires me thank
0: you so much you inspire (laughs) me you
1: know i i'm so inspired by you you. know your podcast and what you you. do and you know the whole spirit of healing and just living positively i'm inspired by that and that's why i was so excited and i couldn't wait you know to come and and have this conversation with you because you know that's what we need to do. Um, yeah. You know, we should never leave anybody behind. And if, you know, it's because sometimes I think we ha- we are all working towards the same thing, mm. and we shouldn't be in competition or you know yes. try and we're all working yes. towards you know a better place mm. you know for our children, and our children's children, and for ourselves. Mm even so I'm inspired by you as well so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like yeah so I'm, I'm very grateful to be here and I've had this conversation
0: with you as well alrighty thank you so much because I really do think that this is going to help a lot of people same similar as i was mm. before we started this conversation i really didn't know a lot about this yeah. but i really do hope that it reached a lot of people out there eventually
1: even yeah. if it's not tomorrow yeah but eventually I mean, like i'm always available to like you know assist wherever i can even though sometimes i get into trouble like we well, should start charging actually people. just shout out to your, your, your instagram account um so my instagram account is at miss Duampe, that's my private one okay. um but also i have but you know, I'm trying as we were speaking earlier to just post as much content as I can. Um, so I'm I'm currently doing you know a lot of things trying to to build that brand as well, okay. um, so that I can share as much information and that's where you can actually catch where I'm going if I'm speaking, having other engagements, whatever we can hear more about me or if you want to book me so all those details mm-hmm. will be like available um, on my social media platforms also on LinkedIn yes yeah, on link- Well, on LinkedIn you'll see quite a lot you know that's where you'll see like a profile and certain things I try to post as much as I can but mm-hmm. you know sometimes you know I, I always want to be present so sometimes most of my posts are like a little delayed mm-hmm. um, but I'm trying as much as I can to to also stay relevant to whatever's happening because sometimes it's so easy to to get mm. lost you know like recently an interview I was doing was speaking to current affairs you know to what's happening mm. um, on social media, whatever is trending so then you know you, I give legal um, analysis on whatever that is happening while it's still happening so that people can mm. you know relate, relate, yeah. To, you know, yeah
0: thank you so much then thank you so much for coming mm. in your time
1: thank you so much for having me <laughs>
0: Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to find out more about us, we are on Instagram. It's it underscore podcast. And my own Instagram page, it's lifewitholarado. And as always, if you like this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.